Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Welcome to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question pertaining to estate planning and you want to ask it on the air, call the station right now at 1-800-222-5222. That's 1-800-222-5222. If this is the first time you're joining the program, welcome. My name is Nas Baruti. I'm an attorney in Southern California And I focus my practice on estate planning, making sure that you have the proper legal documents for the day that you pass away or, God forbid, become incapacitated. Now, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. And trust me, you are not going to like that plan. So hopefully in the next hour, I can give you some information that can be useful. But as always, you should consult an attorney Um, With regards to your particular situation, this information is general in nature, but I hope that it opens your eyes to what could possibly happen if you don't have a plan. Now, if you want to get more information about myself and my practice, you could visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. And all of our information is on the KABC website. If you click on shows, then you can click on love, death and money and it will take you to our page, as well as our previous shows. If you've missed any other uh, past shows, you can listen to it on iTunes. And if you want to get a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself, you can visit Amazon.com and pick up the paperback or Kindle version. Now, we have a a lot to go over uh, in the show, but um, I want to go over very briefly uh, the latest update about the Lisa Marie Presley case. And if you've been listening to the show in the last couple of weeks, I mentioned that, you know, there was going to be some tension between um, Priscilla Presley, the mother of Lisa Marie Presley, and her daughter, Riley. Um, And there are reports now that Riley and Priscilla Presley are not talking to each other. And that reason, the reason that I can speculate that Uh, it's the case that they're not speaking to each other is that Lisa Marie had a trust and she amended it in 2016, removing her then business partner and her mom as the trustee of her estate. Uh, Priscilla claims that she did not get notified of the change. And according to the trust documents, she was supposed to be notified if she was removed. And Lisa Marie replaced the trustee with her daughter, Um, And her son, her son tragically passed away in 2020. And it's slowly but surely being reported that uh, Priscilla Presley was receiving almost a million dollars from her daughter's estate through the business manager that Lisa Marie was in a lawsuit with. Um, There were claims that he wasn't properly managing the estate. He was getting her into Uh, The wrong business deals. I mean, a $100 million estate just got wiped away with bad investments and not proper management. So I was shocked when Priscilla Presley filed a petition to basically throw out that 2016 amendment because 
my logic behind that was, well, the estate is for your grandkids. Why wouldn't you want your granddaughter to be in charge and to manage the estate? I mean, she's an adult. She's married. She has her own child. You're a a great-grandmother. Maybe you should just enjoy your life and relax and don't worry about managing the estate. Thank you for your services, but we don't need them anymore. Um, It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. She, uh, Riley still has time to file a petition in response to her grandmother. I think that it's going to get messy. I think that my speculation is that Priscilla will probably, maybe with the advice of, of proper legal counsel, sign Um, an agreement, a settlement to just walk away, take something and walk away, possibly, so that Riley can take over. But you never know. Um, People get really weird when it comes to money. I mean, as you can imagine, just think in your life um, about a situation where someone passed away, either close to you or someone that you knew lost a loved one. And what usually happens after somebody dies and there's money involved? People come after it. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. That's why it is so important to have a plan of your own and to be very clear about your instructions on how those assets are to be divided. Now, almost 70% of Americans don't have an estate plan, and that is shocking to me. And I'm here to tell you that most attorneys are happy that you don't have an estate plan. Because we make more money when you don't have a plan. When there is chaos in your life, attorneys make more money. And one of the main factors in creating chaos within a family when someone passes away is not having a proper estate plan. When you don't have a plan, the courts get involved, people come out of the woodworks, everyone wants a piece of what's left over, and it creates a lot of conflict. So again, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. And what's really interesting is I generally don't listen to the advice of of financial advisors that are gurus and, um, you know, people that coin themselves as experts on estate planning for the longest time. I mean, I've been with the station for almost 10 years and um, many years ago, there was a legal program on Saturday afternoons. I think it was, I can't remember the name of it, but I was a guest there and they coined the term estate planning guru for me. And it's kind of stuck with me, but I, I know my stuff. Like this is what I focus on in my practice. And I've seen everything and anything that you can imagine, but there are certain individuals that shouldn't be talking about estate planning and they're free to talk about what, what they wish to talk about. It's a free country. But I just recently saw a clip of someone asking Dave Ramsey about when they should get an attorney involved when it comes to estate planning documents. And you can you can find this yourself. It's on YouTube. He goes on to say that there is a company. I'm not going to mention the company. I'm, I'm assuming they're a sponsor. But essentially, he says, oh, well, you can use this company. They charge $100 for an online legal package. It's a form. And then he says, but you should get a lawyer if you have $2 million or more. And I'm scratching my head. I'm trying to figure out where, why are you coming up with the number 2 million or more? 
Like where where does that come from? You know, if you are just relating estate planning to tax issues and having lots of money, you're thinking about it in the wrong way. Because I can tell you in the state of California, um, if your assets are $184,500 or more and you don't have a proper estate plan, your estate goes through probate. Probate is the court that administers somebody's estate when they don't have the proper legal documents like a trust or a will um, to name who their beneficiaries are going to be. So $184,500. Most of you listening right now, if you add up everything that you own, you're at that number. So probate, that's the last place you want your family to end up because it's time-consuming It's expensive. Everything becomes public record and your family will not have access to the assets you leave behind until a court order. When I say time consuming, I don't mean a couple of weeks. I'm talking about six months to two years. So when you're using online resources, okay, like Dave Ramsey says, like, okay, if you have less than two million, don't get a don't get an attorney involved. When you're using online resources, You need to keep a couple things in mind. Number one, most of the time that you're using these online resources, your access to an attorney is very limited, okay? And you end up spending more money, and I'll tell you why. Because if you want to speak to an attorney, even if an attorney is available, some of these online resources don't even have attorneys available, it ends up costing you more. You know, it's like another 100 here, another 200 there. And... Before you know it, you're paying as much as you would pay if you worked with an attorney. And when you work with an attorney one-on-one, in my opinion, this is my opinion, and you don't have to listen to me, but I've been practicing for almost 12 years now, and I can say the individuals that I have seen that have used online resources, there are so many errors. But when you're working with a live person who's walking you through the process and telling you X, Y, and Z, or you should do this this way, or this is my opinion on how you should make distributions to your children, there's less chance of an error or having regret that something's going to go wrong. Now, that's my opinion. And you have to ask yourself, do you think that you can summarize your life and what you want to happen to your estate and everything you own in an online box with 350 characters or less, you can can describe your instruction. If you really think about it, you're taking a chance of using an online resource. And the best way to put everything in perspective is, okay, let's say I have a heart condition. I have like this chest pain. I, I, I have shortness of breath. I use this online resource, okay, to ask my question to medical professionals, and I'm going to put medical professionals in air quotes. And they say, you know what? I think you just need to get more rest and and walk a little bit more, exercise more. The last time I checked, I would hope that you as a human being would not take the advice of online resources for medical help. And it should be the same way when you think about legal help. Don't use Google as a source to help you. 
don't use online resources to help you. Because a live attorney that's working with you can catch something that you may have never even thought about. And don't let people fool you into believing that estate planning is just for the rich. It's not. I just explained to you that if your estate is $184,500 or more and you don't have a plan, the state of California will require your estate to go through probate. Probate is time-consuming, it's expensive, it becomes public record, you don't have access to funds when your loved one dies, and it's just unnecessary fees. Now, when I say it's expensive, the, the court has, the state of California has issued in, uh, statutory fees for how much an attorney can take from the estate if they're helping you through the process. And nine times out of 10, you're going to use an attorney if a loved one passes away without a plan. Before you know it, before you know it, 50 to 60% of that estate is gone. So you have to ask yourself, do I want to avoid a scenario like that and and you pay some a little bit of money t- to have an attorney create a plan for me? Or do, you, do I want to take that risk? And I hope that you respond with, I want to work with an attorney. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790K ABC. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what estate planning documents you need and why asset protection is so important. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790K ABC. If you have a legal question and you want to ask it on the air, call the station right now at 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-5222. And to get more information... Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen. About my practice, you can visit barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. And to pick up a copy of my book, A Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself, you can visit Amazon.com. And just a side note about the book, um, I get asked a lot, well, why did you just focus this book for women? Um, and, you know, sometimes <laughs> I hate repeating this, but I have to because many people take offense that, you know, are you alienating men into having these end-of-life conversations no, I'm not. And the reason for that being that in, in the last um, 12 years of having my own practice, I've noticed that uh, many women are not advocates for themselves properly when, when they're in relationships. They kind of let their significant other take the lead when it comes to having end-of-life conversations or conversations about finances. And because women outlive men, it is vital that we have these very critical uh, discussions about estate planning and blended families and have separating from a from a husband that 
you know, we've had for over 20 years or losing a husband. So that's why it's important to um, have a guide that you can understand and it makes sense and it really gets the point across. So that's why I wrote the book, Love, Death and Money. The first part of the book is an introduction as to why estate planning is important, what kind of legal documents you need. And the second part of the book is traps to avoid. It it goes over real life stories of what women did that was right and what women did that was wrong. And hopefully you can relate to many of these stories and take action. Um, One of the things that I want to mention is I love when you tune in every Monday night and you are with me during this program and hopefully you take some information that can help you in the future. But taking this information without implementing it is just, it's a waste of your time. So I hope, I really hope that when you take this information with you after the program, you do end up contacting an attorney to help guide you through this process and you just don't, you know, take the information, understand it's important, but not act on it. Now, whether that attorney is me or somebody else, I just hope you create your plan. Now, I've shared this story before on the air, but one of the most heartbreaking stories I've ever had to hear is when I had the coroner's office call me and say, you know, we found your name on a post-it with your number. We found this individual deceased in their home. We did a welfare check. And we're wondering if you were their attorney or you can kind of guide us on who we can contact. Now, I looked up the name. The person was not my client. And my guess is that they were listening to this program. They wrote down my information. They had the intention of calling me to create a plan, but then something happened. And I would hate if something like that happened to you. And now the state is going to get involved. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. And just trust me, you're not going to like it. To make an appointment with me, Attorney Nas Baruti, you can call my office right now at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. And again, to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, you can go to Amazon.com and order the paperback or Kindle version. Now, some of you may be listening right now and wondering, well, what kind of legal documents do I need to create an estate plan? Because I did one many years ago, and I think it's good. Um, Sometimes we think that our documents are in order and they're complete, but we have to revisit them every so often and make sure that they're actually the way we want them to be. And we have every document that we would need in the future. So when we're talking about estate planning documents, there's a couple of things that you should look for when you work with an attorney or if you already have a plan, look at your documents and make sure you have these specific documents that I'm listing off. One, your trust. Now, whether the trust is revocable or irrevocable, that depends on what you discuss with your attorney at the time. I will get into the difference between revocable and irrevocable in the next segment, hopefully, and why it might be crucial that you also have an irrevocable trust. Now, the good thing about a revocable trust is that you are in control while you are alive. And if something were to happen to you, you've named individuals that are going to be beneficiaries, but also you've named either one person or several individuals to manage the estate for you through the successor trustee role. 
Now, I kind of call it controlling from the grave because you're still leaving instructions on how your estate is supposed to be divided. So they have a fiduciary duty to follow the instructions and they have a fiduciary duty to the beneficiaries um, to follow your requirements for the distribution. Many people get afraid and they say, oh my God, I don't want to do a revocable trust. I don't want to lose control. You're not going to lose control because while you're alive, you are the trustee and you are the creator, meaning you're able to use the assets for your own expenses. You're able to sell assets off. You're able to add assets. You're able to change beneficiaries. Let's say you fight with the people that you initially had down to make decisions or to inherit your assets, you're able to change it. Like the term is um, uh, states, it's revocable. You can change it at any time. Um, another document that you will need is a will. Now, the will is for your personal items like your jewelry, your furniture, your car. It's important to have a will, specifically a pour-over will. And when I say pour-over, I mean P-O-U-R and then will, pour-over will. The reason it's important is because if you forgot to transfer an asset into your revocable trust, the pour over will collects everything you've left behind like a vacuum and gives it to the trust. So it's like a safety net. Now, another important tool of the will is for those of you that are listening right now and have children that are minors, you are able to select a guardian for your minor children through this document. This is really important for you to have, right, if you're listening and you have children under the age of 18. Please do not fall into the trap of believing that a godmother or a godfather or just because somebody's a grandparent, they can step in and take full control over that child's life. It is ultimately the decision of the court, but what better way than to direct the court by having a list already in place that these are your recommendations and these are the individuals that you would want to be the guardian of your minor children or minor child. So a pour-over will is very important for that reason as well. Uh, Number three, a financial power of attorney. This document will allow you to select individuals to step into your shoes to make financial decisions if you become incapacitated. Now, this is crucial because many married couples will call me and say, okay, I thought about doing a trust or getting an estate plan, but why do I need that? Why do I need an estate plan when I own everything jointly with my spouse? Well, yes, that is true to some extent. But number one, let me let me ask you this question. What happens if something happens to both of you at the same time? We want to avoid probate again, so you should have a trust. And number two, what if something happens to one of you and you become incapacitated? You're alive, but you can't make decisions for yourself. Without a proper financial power of attorney, your spouse cannot make any financial decisions for you. Meaning, let's say you're in a coma. Your spouse needs to sell the house to pay off expenses, medical expenses, lawyer fees, whatever the case may be. Well, if you're alive but you don't have capacity, well, you can't sign off on the sale of the house because you're both on title. Therefore, your spouse would need a financial power of attorney. 
But guess what? You didn't want to pay the fees to create an estate plan because you had this misconception that because everything is joint, your spouse can do whatever they want. And now your spouse has to get a conservatorship to make financial decisions for you. Do not let this happen. A conservatorship, it is expensive. I mean, lawyers will quote you in the low 10,000 range just to start. Before you know it, it's fifteen, twenty thousand dollars to be able to get a financial power of attorney. Um, the last document you should look for in estate planning documents is your healthcare directive, naming someone to make medical decisions for you. This is also important. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. So, get your estate planning documents in order today. You can give my office a call right now at four two four. 465-9003-424-465-9003. You're listening to Love, Death, and Money on Talk Radio 790 KBC. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question and you'd like to ask me on the air, call the station right now at one 800 222 To get more information about my practice, you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. And to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, you can visit amazon.com. I want to talk about asset protection. This is an important conversation to have. And after every Monday night, I get so many calls from listeners that are concerned about their assets and protecting it from potential lawsuits. Um, every 30 seconds, a lawsuit is filed in the, in the United States. So it's important to protect your assets. And there are certain categories of individuals that must protect their assets. If you are listening right now, it is crucial that you give my office a call so we can have a preliminary conversation about what is available to you in order to protect whatever you worked hard for to earn during your lifetime. Um, Those groups of individuals, I'm going to list one by one, but let me just preface this by saying that, again, like estate planning, asset protection is one of those topics where, for the most part, individuals understand the importance of it, but for some strange reason, they don't get moving and get a plan together. Now, I want to say this. Asset protection, the timing of it is very important, just like estate planning and having a revocable trust. Because if something bad happens, it's almost too late at that point to get these plans in order. More so with asset protection, because if you get sued and you're in the middle of a lawsuit, I can't really help you when it comes to asset protection because anything I do at that point, a judge can rule that it was a fraudulent transfer and they can basically reverse everything that we do. So you have to create these plans before something bad happens. So just like having a trust to avoid probate, you can't get into a coma and then your family decide that, okay, this person needs an estate plan. It's too late. You need to have capacity when it comes to estate planning. And for asset protection, you need to make sure that you're not involved in a little middle of a lawsuit and then try to create a plan. Now, the groups of individuals that I see 
need an asset protection plan more than anybody is if you are listening right now and you have minor children that have their driver's license. So you have a 16-year-old. They just got their driver's license. They're driving your car. Um, The car belongs to you. They're under your insurance. The likelihood of them getting into a car accident is high. I mean, it's just bottom line. It's high. And because they're out there and not only are they higher at risk in getting into a, a car accident, but it could possibly not be their f- What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. It's always football season, wherever you listen fault but it doesn't mean that you're not going to get sued as a parent so it is critical for you to have an asset protection plan in place Um, number two the group of individuals that really need to make sure that they have um, an asset protection plan are business owners now as much as I want to say I love California okay uh, we're kind of things are built against us specifically if you're an entrepreneur and you have your own business. It's a state that basically uh, protects employees. It doesn't give so much protection to employers. And that's fine. I'm not saying that it should be uh, only employers should be protected. But it's, in my opinion, based on the cases I've seen, um, we get the shorter end of the stick if we if you have your own business and you have multiple employees. And what could the reasons be? One, um, sexual assault cases, you know, after the Me Too movement, there's there's a large number of cases where um, employees claimed sexual harassment. And so you got to be careful. Anything you say, anything you do can be used against you. So you got to be careful. And because of that, you need to make sure that you have asset protection or improperly not paying out the proper fees, the wages. So business owners, you're at high risk for getting sued. Um, number three, you are in a profession where you're constantly getting sued. What categories of individuals am I talking about? I'm talking about doctors, physicians. You guys are always at risk for getting sued. Always. Um, Or if you are in construction, real estate construction, you know, you're a flipper, um, you flip homes, you got to make sure that you have asset protection. And the final category of individuals where it is crucial for you to have asset protection is if you have rental properties, you have commercial buildings or you have um, a property where you have a, a renter and you're receiving rent. You need to make sure that you have asset protection. Now, if you've talked to an attorney and they've told you, oh, you have a revocable trust, you're fine, they're lying to you. A revocable trust does not offer you any asset protection. It is simply to avoid probate and having your estate not go through probate court. It does not offer you asset protection. So what do you need to do or what are some of the mistakes specifically for those of you that have rental properties? 
So the general theme that I have noticed is that many individuals with rental properties, they'll just create an LLC and they will put like five, six properties in one LLC. That is the wrong thing to do. If you're listening right now and you have rental properties, an LLC is just the first step, but you got to make sure that you're not a single member LLC because I've seen many individuals that either own properties and they have rental properties and they think that they're creating asset protection by just doing a revocable trust, not the case, or they do an LLC and they're a single member LLC. Single member LLCs do not offer you any asset protection. It's like you're owning it in your individual name. Or you have rental properties and you just own it in your individual name and your tenant is just paying you checks. You are at high risk of getting sued. High risk. Something happens to that tenant, they can sue you. Or if you get into a, let's say a car accident and the person that you got in a car accident with gets a judgment, they can come after your property, your rental property. So you need to make sure that you are protecting your asset. And how can you do that? Well, you can do that with a combination of an LLC and an asset protection trust. Okay. And it is important that you have a charging order protection. What does that mean? So typically when you have an asset within an LLC, it's owned by an LLC and somebody sues you, let's say you get sued for $675,000 and it's unrelated to your rental property. It's You got into a car accident. So the plaintiff suing you, if they get a judgment for $675,000, they will require you to disclose all of your assets that you have. At that point, you would have to disclose that you have an LLC. So what they can do is they can issue um, for any income that you withdraw from that LLC, the creditor can claim. But what happens? California is a state where, let's say after two years, you don't take any income out as a member of this LLC. Well, there are certain states like Flor- like California where they can force a foreclosure on your asset in the LLC. Meaning that they can force a sale upon the asset that you have to pay off this creditor. So if you're listening right now and you have rental properties and you have a lot of equity in them, you need to make sure that you create a proper asset protection plan. And I'm not just talking about having a single member LLC or a revocable trust. You need an asset protection trust. And I wish I had more time on the air to go through the complexity of what it entails. But if you give my office a call, we can go over how it's structured and how it would protect you in a potential lawsuit. For those of you that want to create asset protection plans, you can give my office a call, Attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003-424. 4659003 again the individuals that need to make sure that they have an asset protection plan and not just a revocable trust a revocable trust is the first step it's to avoid probate everybody needs that but if you have children under the age of 18 and they're driving you need an asset protection plan if you are a business owner in California you need an asset protection plan If you are in a profession and you're at high risk for getting sued because of your 
job, like you're a physician or you're in construction, you need an asset protection plan. If you have rental properties and you have tenants, you need to make sure that you have an asset protection plan and the timing is everything. So before something bad happens, I want you to give my office a call, attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about why you shouldn't just gift your property to your children while you're alive. You're listening to Talk Radio 790 KBC. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question and you'd like to ask it on the air, the number to the station is 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-5222. To get more information about myself and my practice, you could visit barutilaw.com, B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. And to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, you can visit Amazon.com. Just type in Love, Death, and Money. And before the break, we talked about asset protection and how every 30 seconds a lawsuit is filed in the United States. Therefore, it is crucial for you to have a proper asset protection plan if you have children under the age of 18 who are driving, if you are a business owner, if you are in a profession where you are at high risk for getting sued, or if you have rental properties. Now, please, please remember that um, just having a revocable trust does not create asset protection for you. It is to simply avoid probate court. And the timing of asset protection is crucial. We need to make sure that we have a plan for you before you get involved in a lawsuit. Uh, Once you're in the middle of a lawsuit, it's very difficult to create an asset protection plan for you. And for those of you that are listening and you have rental properties and you think that holding it in your name or holding it in a revocable trust, it will give you protection. It does not. Or if you are a single member LLC and you own these rental properties and you stuffed multiple properties into one, um, I would like you to give my office a call so we can make sure that it's properly structured to give you the highest uh, possible uh, asset protection Um, for the equity and assets that you own within these LLCs or corporations. Again, to make an appointment with me, Attorney Nas Baruti, you can call my office at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. Now, I want to talk about um, the federal lifetime exemption of how much as an individual you can gift in your lifetime without having to pay tax. Right now in um, 2023, that number is close to $13 million. So a husband and wife can gift $26 million without any estate tax. Now in 2026, that amount is going to be cut in half, meaning that that number is going to be closer to $13 million. So many of you listening right now, you may not be close to that number, But what you're not taking into consideration is 2026, that number is going to be cut in half. So a husband and wife can gift $13 million. But we don't know. Those numbers can change. I mean, depending on um, who's in office, they've been trying to reduce these numbers for years. And one thing to keep in mind is many individuals think that they don't have that much, right? But what they fail to understand is life insurance policy proceeds count towards that amount. 
So many of you listening right now have easy, easy five, six million dollars in life insurance. Well, those amounts are going to be counted towards the value of the estate. So let's just say that you as a as as a married couple, um, you can gift 13 million dollars. But let's say you're over that amount and it's 15 million. So you're $2 million over after both you and your spouse pass away. That $2 million is going to be taxed at almost 50%. So your estate has to pay a lot of money in taxes. Now, you could avoid creating a situation like that with transferring your insurance policies into something called an irrevocable life insurance trust. When that life insurance policy is owned by an irrevocable life insurance trust, it pays out to your beneficiaries, but it doesn't get counted towards the value of your estate. So there leaves more room for you to gift assets like real estate and liquid assets, your retirement accounts. So if you're listening right now and you have life insurance policies and you're afraid that possibly you could go over the exemption amount, I want you to call my office at 424 425-9003 so we can set up an irrevocable life insurance trust for you to get these policy amounts out of the value of your estate. Now, another thing I want to quickly discuss is many individuals call me and they say, you know, I don't want to pay for a plan, but I have an idea. I just want to gift my property to my kids right now. That is my number one asset and that's all I want to do. Should I do that? No. You should not do that. And I'm going to tell you very quickly why. One, many of you have loans on your property. When you have a loan, when that bank or whatever financial institution gave you that loan, in your loan agreement, there's usually something called an acceleration clause. An acceleration clause says that if you transfer title to a third party and we get wind of it, we can call your loan, meaning the balance of the loan has to be paid back within 30 days. That lender gave you the loan, not your child. They are not sure if that person can even continue making the payments and they don't want to deal with that. So you got to be very careful when you transfer title, you can accelerate that clause in your loan agreement. Number two, when you make a transfer like this to your child, You have to file a gift tax return, which means that you have to get an appraisal. And at the end of the year, you have to tell your accountant or CPA that you transferred this property valued at this much to your child. If you do not file a gift tax return, that is a problem. Okay, the IRS can penalize you. So you need to make sure that you file that. Number three, if you gift your property to your child and your child does not occupy that residence, they are going to reassess that home for current market value. Something passed not too long ago called Prop 19. And what that did, it changed the laws where before in California, you could transfer as many properties to your children without a reassessment on the property tax. That is no longer the case. Your primary home, if it's transferred to a child, and that child occupies that residence, the property tax usually doesn't change. But if that property is transferred to your child and they don't occupy it, it's going to get reassessed. Or let's say it's not your primary residence. It's a commercial building. 
that property is going to get reassessed for current market value. That can have devastating consequences for many of you. Now, number four, when you gift a property to a child while you're living, you lose control. Why would you do that? I would love to say, I would love to sit here and say your children are never going to change and they're going to be perfect angels. But what happens when you have a conflict with them? You cannot get that property back. So it is a mistake to just transfer your home to your child while you're alive. And number five, one thing to think about is what if that child, let's say you transfer the property and everything works out for you. You do all the steps, you get lender approval, you file the gift tax return, whatever. What happens if your child gets sued? That property now becomes an asset for creditors. Or what if your child gets involved in a really nasty divorce and their spouse tries to come after that property? Ladies and gentlemen, this is why it is a huge mistake to transfer your property to your kids while you are alive. The best option for you is to create a revocable trust where you have full control while you are alive. And then if something happens, the property can transfer to your children or whoever you wish to name as a beneficiary. One of the biggest mistakes you can make is to transfer an asset to a child or a loved one while you are alive. Please do not do that. Do not get coerced by your children to do that. If you need to Uh, be an advocate for yourself, say no. And if you're worried about court costs or anything like that, don't worry. I'm going to create a plan where you're going to be taken care of. Do not allow your children to bully you into doing that. Now, I'm saying this because I've seen many parents do this. And if I get even a hint of a client not being comfortable with transferring their property, I will not take that case. But I know many attorneys do because they don't care. So the best option for you is to control your own assets while you are alive and to create a plan, an estate plan for the day that you become incapacitated or when you pass away for your assets to transfer to the proper individuals based on your instructions. It is your right to create a plan and to control from the grave on how your assets are to be divided when you are no longer around. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you, and trust me, you're not going to like it. To get started on your own estate plan, I want you to give my office a call right now, Attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003, or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. And again, the number is 424-465-9003. And don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money on Amazon.com. You're listening to Love, Death, and Money on Talk Radio 790 KABC. We'll be back next week. Same place, same time. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.